In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. It's The Golf Show with Brian Katrick. He's been the talk of the course today with his huge drives. And Mike Paul. I really am rugged with him. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at 7. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. Big match coming up, though. going to be Nina Caddy. What am I going to do? Why don't you try him a little left? And why don't you try back up? Yeah. Give me just a little room. Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues. Golf requires goofy pants and a fat ass. You know, you don't deserve any credit hitting the ball with that swing of yours. Try to hit one with my swing. I'm catching on the ball, right? Moving my head. I'm laying it off. Well, that too. I'm pronating. When you're not suiting me, I'm clearing too early. I'm clearing too late. My God, my swing feels like an unfolding lawn chair. Step right up, folks. See if you can outdrive the amazing golf ball uh, whacker guy. Help me keep my head down. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole. Save me from those double bogey blues. Oh, yeah. It's a happy double header Sunday morning to you on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Braves got, uh, got significantly rained out yesterday, and it's really cool to pull into the battery on a game day. Double header today against a team I believe is the Diamondbacks. Derek Thomas is nodding over there. I didn't care who got rained out against. The opponent is not important. <laughs> Some team that we're going to beat twice today. That's who's playing over there, and that's going to be uh, it's be really cool. It's the Golf Show on the Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. I'm Brian Katrick. Derek Thomas is over there. My son is with us. He doesn't expect to. He's not intending to actually talk. Henry Katrick, well, we are, uh, we're heading over to the race soon as we get done here so as much as i'd love to stick around and watch two games against the diamondbacks we're going to talladega because that's what we're doing so uh busy uh busy week in the world of golf we're kind of we're kind of in between now in uh, in between the masters and the next major championship of the year the pga championship it's coming up in a couple of weeks over at kiowa island so we're kind of hogging them down here in the southeast that's about to change uh, the next one is the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines, and then, of course, the British Open. They're going to have that in Britain. That's what they're going to do. They're actually going to have that this year, which is nice. Uh, that's over at Royal St. George's, but there's only going to be three weeks in between the PGA Championship and the U.S. Open. So those two are going to hit bang, bang. But We had five weeks in between the Masters and the PGA, so we've got some time. Actually, next week, coming up down at the PGA Golf Club, the uh, – the field, part of the field for that PGA championship gets filled out. They uh, they put 20 club professionals in that field, which is really cool. So 
Uh, they're still filling it up. I think Georgia's got uh, seven guys, five guys or seven guys that are trying to get in that 20. And they get, we get all 20. We can get all of them in. And they could all play at Kiwa Island. Uh, that'd be really cool. But also, something we haven't talked about, just, just a quick note, because I'm over on the Georgia PGA's website. You can check it all out, georgiapga.com. We're only a month or so away from a major championship, another one here in town. You talk about us hogging all the big events. The KPMG Women's PGA Championship is happening at the Atlanta Athletic Club end of June. So that's pretty cool. Derek, we're probably going to have to go over there. And I, I don't say that in a bad way. I mean, I'm saying we're, we, I mean, that's something we're going to want to visit. Yeah, sold. No problem. Okay. We're going to need to check that out. They'll probably have some breakfast and maybe a hat. They'll have the best female players in the world on a world-class golf course. I'll be here. You tell me all about it. Yeah, we got to figure out how to get you out. I like it here, though. We're getting close to being out at Fairway Social a lot, which is going to be less social if you have to be here. Agreed, but that place looks like a lot of fun. So, yeah, you guys, you guys have all the fun here, and I'll out there, and you'll have I'll to hold it down here. Breeze by afterwards. Yes, it lo- yeah, like I said, that looks like a. I'll be happy to breeze by there anytime. Looks like a fun time. We have got a uh, a trophy handed out already in the world of professional golf. They're working on handing out a trophy down at the uh, Four Ball Championship. Uh, Matthew Hayes and Rusty Mosley playing the uh, GSGA Four Ball. They lead at 15-under over Eric Martin and Stephen Bear. Stan Gann and Travis Steed are also 13-under par, so uh, still things up in the air there. I don't know what – I guess they're just going to play best ball today. I mean, that's what they, I think that's what they play the whole way. I think they do alternate shot every other round. Not in, not in the four ball. Not, oh, not okay. in – this is – yeah. That, we're we're going to get to New Orleans. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yes, that's all right. I don't think – I don't think uh, Nick Cassini is going to have to play any of West Stribe's uh, shots today. I'm, I'm crossing the streams. Yes, you are. Uh, and you know, I, Mark Lyons and I played in this, and we didn't get far enough to see him change formats very often. I think it was just best ball for the two days we played, and then they didn't let us play the next day. <laughs> there, was, there was no more. So uh, so that's what's going on. They've got, uh, they got that going on. GSGA.org. Fun event. The guys, guys that have kind of been through it and have uh, beaten themselves down playing uh, playing just stroke play, they really enjoy the four ball. I guess I'm too selfish. I don't. I haven't really embraced four ball yet. You know, to me, I want to win, and I don't. I don't need a partner. <laughs> the record clearly shows all otherwise. <laughs> but so what? I mean, four ball makes those bogeys a little easier to swallow. Oh, no, it doesn't. Ho- hopefully. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to make a bogey. That was the problem with Mark Lyons and I. Uh, good friends, got along very well. Unfortunately, and this is what you don't want to do, everything we did, we did together. Okay, yeah, I was saying your personal bogey hopefully isn't as bad because hopefully your partner. We both, uh, it was either a bogey or a, I've blocked out the memory. Either a bogey or a double on a par five. Both of us. With... After making the smart play, we had a number we could reach, both of us. We hit drives right next to each other. We were both sitting there at whatever the number was. It's kind of at the edge of field goal range for us. There's water down there. You know what? Let's be smart. Let's lay it up. We both lay it up. The layups are perfect. We've got little flip wedges in here. Everything's fine. Uh, I'm pretty sure I chunked it in the water first. You suck! 
Yeah. Jackass. He may have chunked it in the water first. One of us chunked it in the water first, and the other one did the exact same thing. And now, this guy sucks. Yeah, now I, I'll take the blame. I feel like I probably went first there. And then, oh. Oh, wow. The shark? Yeah, and then, and then, you know, being a good part, you don't ever want to say you're sorry, right? So, because you know that he's trying and he knows that I'm trying. But at that point, you feel, you know, the, the sorries just slip out. And, and a, being a good partner, he says what every good partner would say. It's, it's okay, partner, I got you. And why wouldn't he? He's just a flip wedge. He's one of the best wedge players ever. Just going to throw that in there. Heck, he might make it for a three. And then whatever number I was working on, I just pick it up. Or in this case, leave it in the water. <laughs> I don't even go look for it. But no, no, he's in the water too. Yay. Yeah. And now, now the adventure begins. Now what? Are we really going to take it? Somebody has to finish the hole, so we have to take a drop. Where's my drop versus his drop? I, you know, it's really cool how we were holding hands and playing the hole right next to each other until now we're both in the water. Now I'm kind of hoping his drop is way over there and mine's over there because I've had about enough of him because we are both terrible at this point. All this happening in a six-minute period of time, by the way. There's a lot of emotions <laughs> going on. Uh, we're yeah, we missed the cut. Stop. Move this man. Move! Me alone, Judge. Uh, if you make birdie on the same hole, it doesn't count for two birdies. You only get one birdie. You know, so you don't really want to do that. You make double on the same hole. Well, that's you, you missed the cut. That's what happens. So uh, we had a blast, though, and uh, we'll do it again. Apparently, just not this year because <laughs> it's going on right now. I was just giving you a hard time. Uh, you, I think, I think you nailed it. All right, they are they are finished in Los Angeles. The LPGA Tour for the second week in a row had a Wednesday start and Saturday finish. This one out in Los Angeles at the Wilshire Country Club. Atlanta's own Joe Inman won a couple of times on uh, what was then the Senior Tour, the PGA Tour champions at the Wilshire Country Club. He's got a couple of Senior Tour wins there. And he may have even won it three years in a row there. And after that, after his stretch there, after he won it a couple times, maybe even three times, they moved it. And he couldn't help but feel like they were doing that <laughs> on purpose. They, they tiger-proofed him? They went, and played, <laughs> yeah, they went and played across town somewhere else. I don't think he felt so good about that. In this case, it's an LPGA Tour event. And Brooke Henderson comes from behind and catches and beats Jessica Corda by one shot. Gets it up and down on the par 3, 18th. They have a par 3 for 18. No water on it, just a par 3. Big old false edge over on the left-hand side. Classic golf course architecture. Apparently, John McGinnis has played there. He said it's a really rich section of town. And it sure did look really nice. Looks like the type of place I'd like to play. So uh, Brooke Henderson wins. Jin Young Ko and Jessica Corda both kind of fell apart. They were uh, combined four over in the first 12 holes or something like that. They opened the door, and Brooke Henderson came storming through. It's her 10th career win. And the what's just as notable as all that is that it's the second week in a row that they had a Wednesday start and a Saturday finish, as we told you. Uh, we're talking about them here on a Sunday. That doesn't really move the needle much for them. But... I tell you what, the week before they were in Hawaii, Saturday night, prime time, final round, that's a good idea for the LPGA Tour. And we've been talking about it for years, and Golf Twitter has just now caught up after last night. They just caught up. 
It's a little annoying being, I, I refuse to be the old guy because I'm not. But Derek, I'm going to talk right to you. Your generation has to realize that we've been talking about this for 20 years, that some tour should start and, and not finish. Everybody finishes their golf tournament at 6 p.m. on Sunday. Well, that's not a great idea. And you know what? It didn't take Twitter for us to realize it. We realized it 20-some-odd years ago. Probably I was going to say, no, they made, it up, they made it up on Twitter. Yes, on, but Twitter, who solves all the problems, has just decided they have figured out that maybe this primetime Saturday night finish put the women in a nice spotlight and let everybody spend some time just watching that, not competing with the guys in their third round in New Orleans or anybody else doing anything else. It's a brilliant idea. We've been screaming for it for over 20 years. Especially on a mildly slow uh, golf or a sports weekend, I should say. Yeah, there's nothing. What else is going on? First of all, the Braves got rained out, so you weren't watching that. You know it's a big weekend when the biggest thing is the MMA that's going on. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm never been. You an MMA guy? Not really. I, I was kind of into it there for a little while, but I'm not a huge fan. I mean, I think, it, you know, it's fine, but I don't, I don't keep track of it. Yeah, I mean, I understand that bo- boxing had a downward slide, and I, I'm not against it. I just never got into it, so I'm sure it's very addictive. I saw the headlines. It sounded like fun. I, I think there was a, again, I think there was a gruesome leg injury I didn't want to see. Okay, so, yeah, I don't so want to see that. part either. of why I don't watch it. Nobody got hurt at the, uh, at the Hugel Air Premia LA Open. I did see some gators getting involved, though. In New Orleans. Yeah, yeah we're going we're, <laughs> to get into that. So I think it's a great idea. Now, here's, here's what has been the holdup. Now, a Wednesday through Saturday, that has potential. What we've been trying to say and, and what, what had been talked about previous was kind of a Sunday through Wednesday situation. Let's finish on Wednesday. You got it all to yourself. Now you're not even competing against anybody else in the world of golf. They were still competing against the Corn Ferry Tour, which isn't on TV. I don't think it was on TV. Uh, the PGA Tour, which even though they finished, they, they, they went would have gone straight to it. They're still competing against them for, for spots on websites and whatnot. The problem with going Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or if they're playing a three-day event, just Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, is a lot of these folks, a lot of these spots, you're relying on volunteers, and they have jobs. Now, those volunteers are still volunteering during the week when when you're pushing toward the weekend finish. So I think they need to re-explore that. There are also times, I remember the Monday finish of the 2008 U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. All right. The USGA had come in. Torrey Pines is a public golf course, as you know. It's two two public golf courses, and and you get there and you're kind of you pass the hotel and there's a it's a business park. We were parking in a business park. Well, all of a sudden Monday morning, I mean the USGA had made the deal the week before with the with the local businesses and they did whatever they did. Well, Monday morning those people were expecting to come to work, and here I was expecting to come to work. And now, now we're battling for parking spots. Now, all of a sudden, I'm not the employee of the month anymore. <laughs> I can't park in that guy's spot anymore because the employee of the month is there, and he's mad. He doesn't care about Tiger and Rocco. It's the U.S. Open. It's the U.S. Open. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but the employee of the month is back. He took his week off, and now he wants his parking spot. You had that primo spot you're enjoying. Oh, you should have seen it. Nobody had the guts to park in the employee of the month spot. Come on, it's Sunday. Employee of the month doesn't come in on Sunday. I felt like I had a pretty good month, Derek. I would agree. You, yeah, you <laughs> earned every bit of it. I mean, I, I feel like I had contributed that month. So, so that's the problem: is the logistics of a midweek event, and it, so, it does. It just 
it does sound and feel weird. They can be overcome to me. The logistics can be overcome. You can figure out a way to do it. Uh, people take days off. Like I said, the PGA Tour, the Tour Championship here in town, the, the volunteers they get, a lot of you are those volunteers. You're fantastic. You don't just show up on the weekend. You take Thursday off. Sometimes you take Wednesday off. You're out there. So they can figure it out. And to me, the upside far outweighs the downside, what, whatever the downside would be. But that's why they've been battling. Congratulations to Brooke Henderson, who, uh, who wins out there. All right, we are, uh, we're going to talk about the team event. Uh, there's Tiger news to get to. There's another major championship on the horizon. Uh, but, but first, some sad news. And uh, a friend of the show and a friend of mine and really a friend of the game of golf, Lane Williams, uh, lost his long battle with cancer this past week. And uh, this guy is in the Georgia Golf Hall of Fame, as he should be. Uh, proud member at Pine Tree. He was the man in charge of the rules, director of rules and competition department for the GSGA for over 30 years. He was also the guy as, as I would go out, you know, I'm going to go to the PGA championship and I would see him there and go to the U.S. I probably saw him at Torrey Pines. He was the probably parking in the employee of the month spot. Uh, Cause I would see him out there and there was always pride that, that, that Lane and I shared because he was out there at the premier events and I was working my way up and was starting to get to some of those events as well. And we, we had that little, that little shared wink. Uh, the highlight of my personal golf career when I made it into that 2015 U S mid amateur championship, uh, which first of all, I, I might not have even been able to get in had it not been for some of the reassuring words of Lane Williams, because doing this job, you you get close to reading, you know, you read a lot of promotional things. And my amateur status had been, you know, c- could easily be questioned. Nobody wrote a letter. But it could easily. And Lane Williams told me in that distinguishing voice of Lane, he said, Brian, I'm in charge of amateur status for the state of Georgia. If anybody's got a problem with it, you have them come to me. It's a good friend to have. Yeah, it was a good friend to have. So So nobody had any problems. Nobody was coming to Lane. I get through to the 2015 U.S. Mid-Am, and uh, and you just know that Lane's going to be there. And but but I drive, you know, I, I travel down there to Melbourne, Florida, down to the Johns Island Club, and I pull into the parking lot, and I'm I'm showing up maybe the day before because I had some some work that I had to do, so I wasn't there as early as everybody else. But I show up the day before. Pull into the parking lot. I get the last spot in the parking lot right next to this gigantic burgundy pickup truck with Georgia license plates on it. And who gets out? He pulled in right in front of me. But the one person that I wanted to see, it's my first time in a national championship. My head's spinning. I'm down there all by myself. But the guy that handed me the envelope at Cobblestone when I got in was parked right next to me at the Johns Island Club. And it was Lane Williams. And, you know, he's an official but golf officials are a little different than sports officials. It's not like he's going to step in and call something a strike that was a ball just to help me out. Nobody wants that. He wasn't going to do that. That was never a question. But I knew I had a guy right there, parked right next to me as my head spinning, that had my back and that was just as happy for me to be there as I was. That's who Lane Williams was. 
the state has a lot to be proud of. The city has a lot to be proud of. Uh, his wife, Teresa, she knows how proud we are of, of Lane, and uh, and I'm going to miss him. So uh, Lane Williams passed away, a celebration of his life on Tuesday. GSGA.org has, has all the details. It's uh, with a heavy heart that they're competing down in Savannah, but you know, we know what he meant. Lane Williams will be missed. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. And now it's time for Who's Driving? Brought to you by Ray Judice. If you're facing DUI charges, you need a DUI lawyer who will step up to the T for you. Call Ray Cell at 404-964-4185 to schedule an appointment. Well, Derek makes fun of me because who's driving is always, he said, either Bryson or Tiger. And that's where he's headed just a little bit wider. Tackle! Yeah, well, you know what? It's, it's uh, that was Bryson's turn. He's been kind of holding the mantle on who's driving because he's been doing a lot of driving. Uh, Tiger had a car accident that's uh, loosely tied to who's driving. Although Ray Judice was paying attention to it, uh, we have heard Tiger has come up from air for air at a couple of tweets during the Masters with support to various friends, but a picture. He releases a picture on Thursday evening. I think it was Thursday. Might have been Friday. I don't remember which one. Henry, do you remember which one? Nope. Uh, there he is in his backyard on crutches with his dog right next to him. Uh, we were thinking that's his dog, Bugs. There is a dog named Bugs. I think there's two dogs, but uh, whatever. Good-looking dog. Tiger's standing there, and he's got the uh, he's got the plastic boot thing going. And it's... Best case scenario for those who were, were thinking optimistically when the car accident happened about two months ago, there's no apparatus on him anywhere other than below his right knee. He's got that, you know, you can't tell because there's a, you know, it seems like he's got a black sock on. It seems like there's tape on there somewhere, and he's got that that plastic boot thing that has 900 pieces of Velcro on it. Got to be better than a cast because at least you could take that off. I'm assuming. Yeah, he's clearly, I mean, obviously he doesn't, you know, he's not like ready to play golf, but you could almost think he just like rolled his ankle if you were looking at him. Yeah, that that's that right there doesn't look like a guy who's done doing whatever his job is for his career. That's who's driving. Uh, the, the Instagram message, interesting that it came on Instagram and not on Twitter. Uh, my course is coming along faster than I am. But it's nice to have a faithful rehab partner, man's best friend. And there's a there's a picture of. Of Tiger leaning on some crutches, wearing shorts, got his hat on backwards. Uh, and this is, by by all accounts, we, we feel like this is his backyard. We know he's got a big backyard with like three or four different practice greens in it and can ha- has room to hit up to 300 yards worth of shots. 
and there was a an aerial picture that was released. Some pilot flew over the house the other day and put out a picture of Tiger's backyard, and they they had been doing construction. So they'd been stripping away some of the dirt. I don't know what they were doing. I don't know if he's putting in new bunkers or he's putting in new greens or who knows. He may be he may be finished with golf. He may be putting in a soccer field for Charlie and Sam. Who knows? Putting in new bunkers in the backyard. That's great. Yeah, at least well, he's got a he's got a little he's got a little setup back there. Charlie obviously loves golf. Uh, Sam loves soccer. Who knows what he's doing back there? But the in the background of this picture, you can see that there's some construction. So. It looks like he's almost on a golf course, though, at certain points. Yeah, he refers to it as my course is coming along faster than I am, but I think this is his backyard. And, oh, by the way, if this is not his backyard, if he's at a golf course somewhere, that's even better news. But he's not doing any designs right there in Florida that I know of. And uh, other than the miniature golf courses, he's doing the pop strokes. Which are those little those little putting courses? He's designing those. Yes, cool. Yeah, they're opening up about five more in the state of Florida, and he's the original one is in Port St. Lucie. I didn't know about that. Yeah, he didn't do the, the that's one facility with two courses. He didn't do that one. The next one was in Naples. He did both of those courses and everything else he's doing. There's going to be one in Orlando. There's going to be one in Tampa. Henry and I are going to be we're going to be all over it, but he's designing all those. So, so that's who's driving. Brought to you by Ray Judice. Tiger's not driving, but he's he's up and around at least. And this setup to me, by the way, this is what I thought we would see him in at the Champions Dinner. If this is what you had, if he had crutches and, and whatever this thing, and I don't want to call it a walking boot because I don't think he's supposed to walk in this. But it's not a cast. It's that big plastic Velcro thing. You know what it is. Uh, but if it's just that, now I've never had it, so it's easy for me to say just that. But if it's just that... Don't you go to the champions dinner in that? No, I don't know. What was this? Two, that was two and a half weeks ago. Yeah, and uh, and this is crutches. I maybe maybe I wouldn't feel so good about crutches. Maybe if I could go cane. See, I'm on one of them little scooter things. You know, where you put like one leg up. The on knee scooter. See, I, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't want the knee scooter because the knee scooter seems cumbersome. Now you need a ramp. Crutches, at least you can go upstairs. But I probably wouldn't use, you know, I wouldn't want to go out if I had crutches either. If I, a cane and I can, I can kind of walk on it a little bit, now I'm going out. Because now I'm just a pirate, you know, with a peg leg, just hobbling around. Probably get a parrot from my shoulder, stare at some people, maybe an eye patch. Now we're talking. Start making up stories about how it happened. <laughs> now I can have some fun at the mall. Crutches, I'm not going to have any fun. So... Uh, so there's that. Now we talked. Maybe he didn't want to be seen in in that state necessarily. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess, but it's it's not like it was a mystery. Yeah, I was gonna say he, he wasn't fooling anybody on what happened, as you said. Right. This this was incredibly encouraging to me. You know, this picture very encouraging. If we could have seen this two weeks ago at the Masters, it, we would have been encouraged two weeks ago. Not that that matters, but and and you're right. Maybe he wasn't. And he's at home. That's you know. Not at Augusta National. Yeah, didn't have to get on a plane, didn't have to do any of that. I know his plane's a little better than my plane. I'm going to steal a line from the great Del Cochran out at Greyhawk. My plane, I do have a plane, Derek. It's uh, Actually, I got a bunch of them. They say really? Delta on them. They seat about 200 people. I bring I bring all my friends with me wherever I go. Just rent, rent a spot there? Let a whole bunch of other people ride on my plane with me. <laughs> my plane's pretty affordable. It says Delta on it. All right, so the team event in New Orleans. 
Zurich Classic of New Orleans. They they went to a team format. This is the only team format that the PGA Tour has, and uh, and it's pretty good. Now they play the Ryder Cup and the Presidents Cup, but this is two man teams. Uh, the South African team of Louis Oosthuizen and Charles Schwartzel are leading. The Australian team of Mark Leishman and Cameron Champ, or excuse me, Cameron Smith, are in second, along with Cameron Champ and Tony Finau, uh, who just happen to be a couple of Americans. The Nor- there's there's an all Norway team. You don't have to just team with someone from your own country, but I mean the South Africans got together. That's great. You felt felt like the Australians were going to get together. Victor Hovland went and found Christopher Ventura. I don't know how he was. Christopher Ventura does play on the European Tour, but uh, had enough world golf ranking points to where he was okay to get in this field. You can't just bring anybody. I don't remember what the cutoff is. But, like, Bubba can't just say, all right, I want I want Derek Thomas. Yeah, let's they, do it, Bubba. They'd be like, Bubba, that's not, no. It does make the leaderboard look cool, though. A couple of South African flags at the top, then Australian, yeah. Norway, American, and then we got... What a German and an English guy together. Yeah, Thomas Peters and uh, and Tom Lewis. So, uh, the Swedes. Don't forget the Swedes. Norin and Norlander. Not too far back. I didn't go down that far, but there you have a couple of Swedes. That's all the Swedes you need. Okay. Thank you. Uh, McDowell and Wallace. McDowell's uh, Northern Ireland, but close enough. Uh, so here's what they're doing here. They play best ball every other day, and then they play alternate shot. Uh, Not modified alternate shot, just true alternate shot. How you play true alternate shot is uh, they got got Oosthuizen and Schwartzel, for example. They will decide that Louis Oosthuizen is going to tee off on all the even, you know, the odd-numbered holes. So he'll start on number one. And, I mean, I've walked TPC Louisiana. 18 is a five. 11 is a 5. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think if there's an inherited advantage. to You want your long guy on the evens versus the odds. 17 is a tough 3. I think 14 is a drivable 4. They, they're going to break down the scorecard. They're going to mix it up. They're going to decide where they want the long guy versus where they want the straight guy. Which, which guy with the wedges? You know, Where are the wedge approaches and where do we want our wedge guy hitting approaches? But you know, Ustazen will get the odd numbers, so he'll start on number 1. And that means that Schwartzel will tee off on all the even numbers. It doesn't matter who finished the hole before. I'm teeing off on the odds. You're teeing off on the evens. That's that. So no matter how we finish that last hole, I, I could hit two shots in a row if I make the birdie putt. And hopefully that, you know, that's, that's what they're hoping for on, on some of them. So that's how it works. So are you more nervous when your partner's hitting than when you are, I imagine? No. You're more nervous when you're hitting because this, you don't want to let down. Your oh, partner. this this is the worst format. Well, other than a scramble, a scramble is the absolute worst format. Don't all invite all. Brian to your scramble. I'm not coming. Don't. I'm not. I'm not coming. I don't want the koozie. I don't want the the towel or whatever. I don't, I don't need the. I don't need the little plastic bag with six T's in it. Yeah, but it's got the logo on it. Yes. I'm not coming. Derek will come. I will. Invite me. I'll come. Okay. Uh, that's the worst form. But these guys hate the alternate shot even worse than that, and here's why. Because what they're used to their whole life is if you hit that little skinky little seven iron and it goes down to the collection area on the right-hand side, maybe that's just me, uh, you go deal with it. You go try to chip it in, and then you go grind over the eight-footer that you're going to have left. And if you make bogey, you did that to yourself, and that's that. 
Unfortunately, when you got a teammate and you hit that skinky little seven iron, you just did that to him. <laughs> and now instead of him looking at a birdie putt, he's got to go down in that collection area and he's got to go hit that wedge. There is no way that you could have been as bad at hockey as you are at golf. Yes. And then when he skinks it up there to eight feet and you miss that, everybody feels bad. But it was really you with your crappy seven iron and he knows it. And that's why they hate it. And then you and your celebrity partner getting a fist fight. And... <laughs> It's terrible. Yes. I saw an ad at the bottom of a page the other day that said, uh, everything's a list. Ten celebrities you didn't know were still alive. And it was a picture of Bob Barker. Is Bob Barker still alive? Absolutely, he is. Okay. Well, there you go. It was not a misled. I didn't click on the story. I don't need another virus. I was wearing my mask, so I probably wasn't going to get one. But nonetheless, so Louis Oosthuizen and Charles Schwartzel lead at 19 under. Then Leishman and Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith has got a full-on mullet. He is Australian. He lives in Jacksonville Beach. And he has gone full mullet. Did I hear correctly he will cut it and will only cut it with a win? Oh, I didn't hear that. Okay, I just heard that in passing as I was watching yesterday. The good. Yeah, but I, but then I think, and his girlfriend was very excited about that, but apparently he said he, it's really growing on him, so it might not be that easy to get rid of. Because, I mean, it's... It's luscious. Oh, and, and he's added. He's you know, Cam Smith is twenty five. He has no idea who Larry Bird is, but he's got the blonde hair. That is a lit. And he's got the Larry Bird peach fuzz mustache. Larry Bird nails it. That's ex- absolutely right. You got a little bit of a mustache. Sorry, Henry. You're not going to be unless unless you get it from your mother's side. You're not going to be able to grow much of a mustache. I don't do well. It just doesn't come in well. I mean, I can grow a mustache, but it just sucks. And it sucks for a long time, and I'm not willing to let it go long enough to see how good it gets. Some people aren't supposed to grow a mustache. Yes, and Cam Smith is one of those people. Yeah. But he's doing it. He's doing it anyway. He's got, go you, for it. You man. can just about count. There's like 12 hairs on his upper lip. They're all blonde. Every say They're all blonde. <laughs> Every one of them's a half an inch long, sticking in a different direction. And then you get the mullet sticking out the back. He looks like, remember, if you remember Larry Bird's mustache, that's what Cam Smith looks like right but now. But he is always smiling. He's, he seems like he's having a good time out there. Hard not to cheer oh, for him. He loves it, yes. I, I've never met an Australian that I didn't like. I mean, these guys are fun-loving people. He, he loves it, and he doesn't care about that. He does not care what I think about his mustache. And I just told you, I, I couldn't, mine wouldn't be any better anyway. And I sure can't do the mullet. If you wear it proudly, it looks good. What does a bald version of the mullet look like? Oh, no, you, I've seen those. Yeah? yeah? Yeah, bald on, you know, the old horseshoe pattern on top, but then, yeah, neck hair down to below your shoulders. Maybe yeah. I'll try that. You go for it. And bring the beard back with it. Probably. Yeah, and the scraggly mustache. I mean, yeah. You remember when I had the, the white goatee going, or the Absolutely. white beard? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that. That was not good. I looked in the mirror one day. Every this happens to every man. I, think I liked it. I looked in the mirror one day and I saw my great grandfather. <laughs> I saw a guy that fought in the Civil War. You did look like if if Santa Claus took took the year off to play. You know, he plays golf in the spring and summer. That's that's my maybe what he would look that's like. That's not funny. I mean, not 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 the large, just the just just the beard himself, just the nice gray beard. <laughs> See, Henry Derek is such a nice guy that he feels bad, right? We're piling on. We're clearly piling on. And he goes, he didn't even go a half step too far, but I make him think he goes a half step too far, and then he feels bad. Don't feel bad. I apologize. No, <laughs> don't, don't feel bad. Uh, all right, well, uh, we'll take a break. That's, that's what's going on there. A couple other news items to get along to, plus something I've forgotten. you got to help me remember this. 
Uh, was there a great April Fool's Day joke here at the station? Do you remember one? I remember I messed one up for us once, but um, for us on this on this show, yeah, that was a long story. Okay, um, but n- no, not re- I can't think of one immediately. Yeah, I, I think unfortunately in today's politically correct age, the April yeah, Fool's Day it. jokes have just gone away. Well, there was a great one here locally in the world of golf, and I've completely just forgotten to talk about it. it happened. Uh, obviously right before the Masters, and then I got distracted with all the Masters stuff, and I just, I've been meaning to talk about it. Uh, without naming a whole lot of names, this was an all-timer, and it was awesome, and we'll give you those details because you deserve a nice laugh here on this Sunday morning. It's a doubleheader Braves Sunday here on The Fan. Henry and I are going over to Talladega to watch the race. Michael McDowell won the last super speedway race, and he's going to win this one, we hope. So uh, so that's going up. Final round in New Orleans. We'll tell you this joke when we come back. It's the golf show on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Was the summer before the real world started and the deal was we would get to go if we cleaned it up and got it run. That is old Winnebago winging a prayer down a 65 by best friends on football tires. I can still see Billy smiling when we finally made it to Talladega. Yeah, we're on our way. Not yet, we're not. We're going to leave the battery. About to be a good parking spot opening up in the orange deck. In case anybody needs that. Double header today, Braves and Diamondbacks. There are literally guys on their way here that are just like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody's like, all right, well, let's wait for him. You know, let us get finished here. And give us 10 minutes to walk out there, and then we're heading, heading over to the racetrack. It's the golf show on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. So I missed, I apologize to everyone involved in this great April Fool's Day prank. I'm 25 days too late <laughs> talking about this. I got, I got all caught up in, uh, in everything else and the masters and I'm, I'm so selfish. It was, about, it was a lot about me. <laughs> yes. Uh, congratulations to Hideki Matsuyama. By the way, quick follow-up on Hideki Matsuyama. Remember, we saw him in the Atlanta airport. There was a picture of him in the Atlanta airport catching a 645 flight the next morning to Chicago. And he had the green jacket draped over one of the chairs. Well, we found out why. All right, because he, the Olympics are in Tokyo. He's going to play on the on the Jap- Japanese Olympic team. If you're an Olympic athlete, we, we've known this. You, you, get, you get underneath their thumb. They need to know where you are. You get subject to, to testing for performance-enhancing drugs. 
every day. And I want to say it's it's like a six-month window leading up to the Olympics. They need to know your location every day. They could test you every single day. If that sounds strong, it might be strong, but it ain't that it's not very it's not far off. Hideki, because he was a part of the Japanese Olympic team, had some function that he had to attend that he had scheduled for the week after the Masters. And he's got such a low ego that he didn't big time him. He went and he I said, I'll be there on Tuesday. So I'm coming on Tuesday. That appearance fee didn't go up? Well, it was something that he, you know, in order to play for the team, you got to be at this team meeting, and he wants to play for the team, so he's going to go. I mean, I would have said, well, I'm a decky dad gum Matsuyama. Why don't you bring the meeting to me? Because get this. Not only is it a 6.45 a.m. out of Atlanta to Chicago and then some other flight to Japan. He just won the Masters. No celebration because when he gets when he gets to Japan, guess what he has to do? He's got a quarantine. That's what Hideki Matsuyama's Masters celebration was like. What? Yes. I mean, we already knew that Hideki Matsuyama was better than me. And most of you know he's better than you. And we're not talking about golf, just in general, just a better person. But that's going over the top. No, thank you. Tell you what, if you want to leave the Masters champion on the bench, you leave him on the bench. I am not flying to Chicago at 645 and then spending 20 hours on a plane and then spending a week in a hotel room. I'm doing Letterman with my green jacket. You guys can tune in. I'll make the next meeting or the next Olympics or whatever it is. That's what Hideki Matsuyama did. Good for Hideki Matsuyama. Wow. How about that discipline? All right, uh, that seems like an April Fool's Day joke. All right, here's the here's the joke. A uh, friend of mine, I used to play, uh, used to play everything with him. You know, soccer, basketball, baseball, you name it. Coming up through uh, through school, and I lost touch with him. But one of the stud athletes, you remember the stud athletes of your childhood, Derek? Do you remember the stud athletes of your childhood? Oh yeah, yeah, you remember who they were. Certain guys just better at everything. That's right. And this was one of those guys. The guy's name's Jeff Wallace. I think I may have finally caught him at golf. Although he's pretty good at golf, I'm sure. So he's a member at the Cherokee Town and Country Club. Wonderful spot. I believe they're hosting the State Open this year. I could have made that up. They've hosted it before. Uh, It's not the State Open, the State Am. Fantastic people, great place, two wonderful golf courses right there on the river. Uh, Just just awesome. Uh, uh, This is the type of place I did this show there years and years ago. And the type of place that, like the Candler family were probably members, you know, the people that founded Coca-Cola. So I walk in there and we're talking about, well, they have everything. Well, the one thing they didn't have was a Mountain Dew because it's not a Coca-Cola product. <laughs> so I say that. And about 30 minutes later, a member walks in with a two liter of Mountain Dew. And it was, he was only half joking. He's like, here you go. Now you can't say that we don't have everything. <laughs> he hands it to me. Um, That's pretty good. I haven't been invited back since. But it was very nice of him (laughs) to do that. So, wonderful spot. Not the place that I would think would be the first spot I would think for for an April Fool's Day joke. But apparently Mark Bongell does one every year. And he's the the GM over there. So this year's prank (laughs) was that they had purchased the East Lake Golf Club. And they were going to refer to it as the Cherokee Town and Country Club course 
It was going to be called the Lake Course. <laughs> Power move. <laughs> yes. Even went so far as to get some folks from both clubs involved. There were interclub memos sent. I see. Yeah, that's official. Like I believe that. Then. Yes, and Mark's the prankster, so I don't mind putting his name out there. Jeff, uh, you know, could take it or leave it. He's good at everything. He'll get out of this if he's in trouble. But the rest of the folks will shall remain nameless because interclub memos going back and forth. <laughs> one from the one club saying, you know, to their members, here's what we did. One outstanding back... performer, Law Hall of <laughs> And there's Ray Judice. One back from Eastlake back to the members at the uh, at the Cherokee Town Country Club explaining to them how, you know, how this is going to work and how the board wasn't consulted in order to keep things secret and the dues are going to quadruple and you know, you're going to be allowed to use the facilities for 15 minutes every other Tuesday. <laughs> it's just really really well worded. The type of thing that could, you know, was so over the top that you couldn't possibly have gotten too upset about it. But two paragraphs in, you were losing your mind. Just really well done. I wish I'd have been involved in that mess. But uh, so hats off to them. That's that's the best one I can think of in a gol- in the golf business in a long time. And apparently they do they do something like that every year. I totally missed it. Uh, here's something that was not a joke. PGA Tour had this memo go out, give you a little faith in humanity. They put a memo out to their players back in January talking about something called the Player Impact Program. It's a $40 million bonus pool payable to just the top 10 players based on their popularity. It has nothing to do you with serious, it. Clark? Yes, it, nothing to do with hitting golf shots. Uh, we didn't hear about it in January. We just heard about it like Thursday. Just came out. Maybe it was Wednesday. Just came out. Had Cameron, uh, who do we have? Oh, Xander Shoffley on. Talked to Xander Shoffley on Wednesday. Xander hadn't heard about it. We told him about it. He's like, yeah, he just started hearing about it that day. Because uh, Eamon Lynch wrote a story about it. He's like, yeah, I got that memo in January. I didn't read it. McGinnis, who was a tour player forever, said, yeah, they didn't read that memo. And sure enough, that's exactly what Xander said. He's like, yeah, I got it. I didn't read it. $10 million bonus pool. I was going to say, wouldn't... Wouldn't that figure maybe jump out? A forty million dollar bonus. Yeah, that's a well. It has nothing. To, sum of money. It has nothing to do with what you're doing on the golf course. It is believed to be in response to the Premier Golf League. The Premier Golf League was a hey, we're just going to pay the big stars, and we're not really going to base it on performance. We're just going to pay them just to play in our events, and we'll deal with it from there. Very similar to this soccer league thing that came up last week. That has I don't know even know where it is, but it seems like nobody's playing anymore. Uh, that was uh, that was money from the Middle East on the golf side of things, and a bunch of the big name players said they weren't going to play. They were a bunch of notable silences, like Phil went and played in Saudi Arabia. Everybody thought, well, he must be taking their money. Well, Phil's fifty one; he's about to be fifty one years old. I don't know how you know how much money that guy's worth in a superstar status, but he's he's a superstar. So this is believed to be the PGA Tour's response to that. And that, hey, we're going to throw some big money at our stars. And it doesn't matter how you play. Just just make an impact. They're measuring it a bunch of different ways. Q rating. There's some Nielsen thing. There's some version of uh, of social media rankings that, uh, that Jordan Spieth's dad put together, the MVP rankings or whatever it is. They're using like five different metrics in order to figure out who gets this $40 million. 
divided. Oh, it's ten divided. I was about to say just put up one, one person gets the forty million. No, it's divided among ten. Yes, that sounds about right. That's still that's a lot of money just for ten guys. And and in some ways, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Even you know, just because. I hate to say, is there one name that you're thinking about right now that? I, well, Tiger's going to win. Okay, every well, I'm, year. Ta- I'm thinking about Ricky Fowler. Yeah, Fowler's the one that people it, would be upset about. Yeah, is what I'm thinking. And and but, I mean, doesn't he? The fact that Ricky's in a tournament builds. They're going to sell a few more tickets, maybe. No question. So shouldn't Ricky get something for that? Yeah. Well, that's what they think, uh, and that's what's happening. Whether whether you like it or not. And there are plenty of folks on the Woke Golf Twitter that are not happy about it. But that's what's happening. I'm just surprised they were able to sneak it in on us. And we didn't hear about it since January. All right, Derek, good stuff. Henry, let's go to the race. Enjoy the doubleheader. Braves and Diamondbacks later today on The Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. Thepodcastpark.com is your home for the fans' entire stable of original podcasts. If you're a true Atlanta sports fan, you need to stay connected to shows like Welcome to Madlanta, featuring Atlanta's rich history of sports legends. College football fans will love the Chuck Oliver Show podcast. Two hours of college football talk every day, all year. And baseball fans get to dive into Domino's archive of baseball legends on hardball. Subscribe to all these great shows and so many more anywhere you get your podcasts or stream them free 24-7 at thepodcastpark.com presented by Associated Credit Union. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union. Free online and mobile banking. No minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps it $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.